0: With the role of police unions coming under greater scrutiny after the police killing of George Floyd, uh, p- politicians are becoming more wary of being associated with those police unions, including office holders who have long taken their money. Uh, perhaps nowhere has an incumbent flipped more swiftly than in Assembly 36 in Astoria in Queens, where there's a hotly contested primary going on right now between the incumbent, Aravella Samotis and her challenger, uh, Democratic Socialist Zoran Mamdani. Zoran uh, joins us tonight on the show. Uh, Zoran, are you there?
1: Yes, I'm here. Thank you so much for having me, John.
0: You bet. So can you describe uh, what happened when uh, the information came out about uh, Aravella Simonis? I believe she had received $5,350 in this cycle uh, from police unions and, and, and how you... Uh, handle that and, and and how she flipped so quickly
1: absolutely so we had you know we had noticed it was prior to this this outbreak of of the, the protests across new york city across the country um, in the first filing period uh, assembly member simotis had taken money from corrections unions that were in favor that were against the closing of rikers island and we had noticed that at the time and had, had been speaking about it But then in, in this moment On May 29th We had sent out a tweet Which basically made clear to people you know, Why is it so difficult To cut police budgets And cash bail Change the laws To hold crooked cops accountable And we said that the reason Is the enormous political power Of the police And that a bare minimum To breaking that power A bare minimum first step Is to refuse their money And we outlined How Assemblymember Samotis Had received thousands of dollars um, From these unions And then uh, on the next day, that was the 29th, and then on the next day, we made it very clear that these same unions who have contributed over $10,000 to her oppose all of the major reforms that are being proposed right now, specifically starting with 50A, which is frankly not even that major of a reform but is the one that's most on people's minds. And then within about seven minutes, she tweeted that she would return $5,350 from police-affiliated groups uh, to the New York City Bail Fund.
0: I see. And what, is, uh, what, what do you attribute that to?
1: I attribute that to a primary. I think that, frankly, you know, the NYPD has been brutalizing black and brown New Yorkers across the city for years, um, for far longer than my opponent has been in office, which is for 10 years. And to give back the money just from this reelection cycle speaks to a changing of calculus by my opponent in terms of deeming this money as tainted. But frankly, if you think this money is tainted in this moment, which it is, then all money you received from these same unions are tainted because they've all been extracted from the beating of black and brown bodies across the city and across the state.
0: Mm. And and, uh, can you describe what your uh, platform is for for, uh, changing uh, how the police and their criminal justice system function here in New York?
1: Absolutely. So, um, you know, Our platform is first and foremost to reduce the power and the presence of the police. So what that means, in terms of the NYPD's budget, that's primarily uh, decided upon by the New York City Council. But we've made it very clear that we as a campaign and as a movement here in Astoria are firmly in favor of defunding the police by at least $1 billion this year. In terms of what we can do with state legislation, we're in favor of repealing 50A Um, We are also in favor of taking moves that would reduce police presence and interaction with people's lives. So what that means is to decriminalize sex work, to uh, end cash bail, to ban solitary confinement, to pass elder parole, um, and, and thinking about what are the more kind of imaginative ways that we can resolve this crisis of policing that we've been facing for years, for decades, frankly, and change the way in which we understand how to create safety and how to sustain it.
0: So it seems fair to say that your solution is less about trying to make the police uh, nicer but just to shrink their presence in people's lives?
1: Absolutely. I would say that, you know, a lot of times when any kind of institution is faced with serious critique, the answer is to try and make it into reform. You know, when uh, Black Lives Matter initially began, we saw so many calls for people saying we need we need body cameras, we need implicit bias training. But you look at Minneapolis and the Minneapolis Police Department, they were held up as a success story in implementing those kinds of reforms. And where did it get us? It still took George Floyd's life. They still murdered this man for forging a check. And it just shows that we need to fight for a solution that does not increase funding to the police under the auspices of reform. We need to fight for a solution that radically reshapes how we provide and sustain safety. And it does not require police officers to be armed and responding to everything ranging from a homeless person in the subway to someone having a mental breakdown in their home.
0: Right. and can uh, For people who aren't familiar with you, uh, can you just say a little bit about yourself? You're a first-time candidate for office uh, out in western Queens.
1: Yes, absolutely. So my name is Zahran Kwame Mandani. I'm a candidate here in Astoria, Ditmar steinway and Astoria Heights. And I am a foreclosure prevention housing counselor. I work with immigrant families across Queens uh, facing eviction from their longtime family homes. And I'm also a tenant here in the neighborhood. And this campaign is really built around uh, the idea and the reality of home, ensuring that every New Yorker has a place to live, which we can do by passing a homes guarantee, which would make housing into a right as opposed to something you can access through the market. And, you know, we have built this campaign around housing, around justice and around energy. And frankly, with justice, you know, I was Someone who spent many months working on Tiffany Caban's campaign, who has endorsed our campaign, and one of the main pillars of, of the work that we're doing is to take her vision for Queens, take it from Astoria all the way to Albany.
0: Mm. And uh, uh, and you're a part of a, a larger slate of Democratic Socialists uh, running this cycle, and I mean, all of you come from non-traditional backgrounds for for a candidate.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a beautiful thing. You know, running can can very often be a, a very lonely task, and it's so lovely to be a part of a slate. You know, Jabari Brisport running for state senate, Marcella Matanis running for state assembly, Ferris Sufran Forest for state assembly. Those are the ones of us who are running for the first time for local offices. We also have Samelis Lopez in the Bronx running for Congress. I think that... You know, too often we have seen candidates and politicians not representative of the breadth of experiences across the city and across the state. And it's high time that we have a slate of candidates such as ourselves who not only look like this city, but who have also worked on and experienced the ways in which the city is a beautiful place to live, but also one that can break you down. And we are trying to ensure that it does not do that any longer.
0: All right. Zuran Mamdani, thank Thank you for joining us tonight on w b a i evening news and we wish you the best with the remainder of your campaign
1: Thank you so much yeah we have we have just a little over two weeks june twenty third and i hope to return to the show after having won our primary
0: all right we we would look forward to that.